What's up, everyone? It's your boy Cam, back with another exciting show. On today's episode, I have a conversation with a true lyricist who goes by the name of Yak Yak. Yak Yak is from Miami, Florida, and inspires his listeners through his uplifting messages that can be heard from the pulpit to large venues such as the American Airlines Arena, where the Miami Heat calls home. Let's dive into our conversation. Well, Yak Yak, I want to thank you for coming on the Journey of Excellence podcast, man. It's my pleasure, man. Thank you for reaching out. Always looking to have great conversation and just be a light and just be a source of of uh, just encouragement, man. Yeah, man. Just encouragement. Yes. Yeah, so uh, thank you. Hey, thank you, brother. So, you know, we're just going to jump right into this. And um, as I say, you know, this podcast is um, highlights individuals who are on their journey of acting who take an action and who are making a difference. Now for our audience, can you tell us like how your music um, journey began? Oh, absolutely. My, my musical uh, endeavor, it started when I was in middle school. So I want to uh-huh. say this is maybe uh, 2000, 2004. Okay. Um, yeah. Like 2003, 2004. Um, just something in me, man, growing up in the church, mm-hmm. Uh, every week being forced to go to church, not really understanding the connection between um, our lives and what Jesus did on the cross, but just going. Mm. And you see so many people um, who were influenced by music. You know, the drummers were like were kids my age, yeah. uh, uh, the kids singing in the choir were kids my age. Um, and, and so just being in that environment and just seeing so many people with gifts musically it really inspired me. And it wasn't until middle school where that seed that was planted in me as a young kid um, really start to come to uh, maturity, basically. And uh, so, you know, I got in middle school and I uh, met a guy by the name of Devin, a guy by the name of Dorian. Mm -hmm. And um, we just got together in class one day and just started tapping on the desk with pins and, <laughs> and, 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 and uh, just dropping rhymes, man. Hey. You know what I'm saying? It all began there. It took off from there. And uh, about a year later, I became a DJ and I was a, I was the youngest uh, dish jockey on uh, a, a local station in Miami. Wow. And uh, yeah, man, my love for music just went off from there. Mm-hmm. And from being a DJ, um, you really start to meet a lot of artists. And for me, um, seeing it kind of from the other perspective where the artist is kind of, you know, um, crazy over the DJ because they (laughs) want the DJ to play their songs. But for me, it was like, like, why wouldn't I play your songs? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're an artist doing your thing. I want to support you. So I guess inside of me internally, I always wanted to be an artist because I've always sympathize with the artists mm. and whenever the artists in the local area had new songs they came to me because they knew that i was the one dj on the radio that would actually play their records mm. and so as time went um from that middle school transitioning into high school um last year on the radio was like my ninth grade year okay and um, by then i had kind of gotten like the prime time spot at the radio station. So I was doing like night, like nighttime mixes, which was like the prime spot. Yeah. And so, uh, so many artists, man, I just played their records, played their records, played their records, played their records. And by that time, 
uh, uh, the radio station was going down, it was going to close down or whatever the case may have been. And it was just a perfect segue for me to just kind of get into the music realm. And, and, and yeah, man, that's what it really um, started to be a serious pursuit. Like that ninth, 10th grade year of high school, I said to myself, yo, I'm going to really do this. And I've been relentlessly um, just pursuing a full-time career in this industry since. Wonderful, man. I I think that's a great how you said, you know, you've always been around the music industry, but you were able to see the back end of it too by wanting to play the artist music, right? So I think that's a perfect transition how you first were a DJ, then you stepped into being a wordsmith, being a rapper that you are, right? So um, no, man, I, I, like, I like that answer right there. So my, I want to ask you, you know, being the man of faith that you are, I know that you focus on creating uplifting music, and I'm sure you've had a lot of feedback on your music. Um, where p- people have been impacted by it. Do you have any favorite stories that you could share with us? Man, that was a great question. That's a great, great, great question. And um, man, there are so many um, great stories. And that's really what I love about using my gift for God and just giving him um, all of me when I'm creating, mm-hmm. and especially when I'm in front of people. It's just so important for me to just release all of me and just allow him to flow through me. And so, um, man, there are so many stories, but one one um, that was great for me. Um, I just I just got back from Tampa, Florida uh, this weekend, um, and I had the opportunity to do a three day conference over there. And I performed nice. on the last night and on the first night, um, uh, the Christian hip hop artist uh, who signed the Reach Records, his name is KB. He was there on the first night. So, um, you know, it was a great opportunity for me mm-hmm. to watch him see what he does. Um, well, see how he does things and meet him and things like that. It was just a great opportunity. It was a very humbling um, experience. And I was just so grateful for that. Um, but after my performance at that conference, um, I always make it a point to mingle with um, the audience after I perform. I just really think that that's where ministry really happens. You know, mm-hmm. you captivate them when you walk into the building or when you step on stage um, you, you win their approval and you, you connect with them emotionally when you're on stage. And for me, you're able to either water that seed, uh, that seed that's already planted, or you're able to plant a seed after the performance when you're talking and when you're mingling with them and when you're on their level and you're showing them that, Hey, um, you know, as great of an experience that this was, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, yep. I'm still on your level. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. Um, after that performance, I was down. I was mingling. I was doing my thing, um, just you know, laughing and just having conversation, <laughs> asking a million questions. I always ask a million questions. Weekend, I had the opportunity to do a performance, um, and after the performance, had a chance to talk with the kids in the audience and things like that. And I met this brother and sister, and um, they share with me that they were from South Florida, um, an area called Fort Lauderdale, which is a few miles outside of Miami. Yeah. And they told me that they were in one of the three biggest um, Christian schools in all of South Florida. So thousands and thousands of kids there. And they share with me that one of my songs or a few of my songs, not sure if it's a few or one, but she shared with me, the sister shared with me that she's heard me before. Um, because my music um, is somehow on the playlist that the school has put together for the kids to listen to. 
Okay. And that blew me away because, um, you know, I I gave up on music. Yeah. Um, and up until, you know, a few months ago, I told God I was done. And I told him that I would, you know, focus on my entrepreneurial um, opportunities and that once I accumulated enough money to save that I would start a label and start pouring into the next generation of artists. Yeah. And, um, you know, it just really reminded me, man, that our lives are really not our own and, and, and that God has something in store for us. Yeah. And that if we continue on that journey, um, he will give us and he would super, um, he would super, um, he would super exceed just anything that our minds can imagine. Because what I notice is that um, what God has for us, he has a handful of people that hooked up to that thing. So it's not just us, you know, that the blessing is for. Whenever God blesses, there's always a handful of people that are attached to that blessing. You know what I'm saying? And so when I noticed that, you know, this cycle of me getting back on the road, you know, um, a few shows here in Miami and then flying out to Houston and then uh, like doing a few performances over there and then flying over to Tampa and then doing the conference and then coming back home. And it's really opened up my eyes to the bigger vision of what God is doing. So hearing that girl, that high school girl and her brother tell me that they know me, they have known me for a while and that they have actively been listening to my music. It just really, it really showed me how powerful God is. And even though you can't see what God's doing all the time, that he's always working in the background. You know what I'm saying? So those were like two, you know, big, big um, uh, testimonies or feedback that I've gotten that's really impacted my life and, and, and just really showing me like, yo, man, you got to continue your run. You got to continue moving on this course. Yeah, no, it's true. You know, I, I, I could definitely attest to that too. Because as I get older myself, I feel I'm learning that it's truly not about us. What God wants to show through us, right? That we could show it could be through our family, our friends. Like you said, even like how you met that young lady down in um Tampa, you know. So um, it's just it's a beautiful thing when you understand that it's not just about you. It's what God wants to do through you, so He can get the glory. So yeah, man, I love that answer. What you said. So yes, sir. Since you've gotten into the industry, how have you maintained your hunger for your craft? And for my listeners who might have aspirations to step into the music industry, what are some advice can you give them? Man, to be honest with you, um, I get encouraged seeing other people win. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, um, yeah, man, like I often hear people say, don't focus your time watching YouTube videos and stuff like that. But for me, man, it, it drives me to see God moving in other artists who are doing the same thing. I'm doing. It, it really, it pushes me, you know, it reminds me of two things. One that God, you know, he doesn't have to wait on me, you know? Yeah. So if I don't want to get out each day and do or manage what he has called me to manage, God has a group of more talented, more hungry, more on fire guys that are out there that he can, you know, rise up and bring up at any time and have them, you know what I'm saying, do 
what it is he needs them to do and draw who he needs them to draw. That's the first of all things. So that humbles me right there. The okay. second part is it's just seeing everyday people, man, people that have started in situations that were um, worse than my situations, seeing people that have taken, you know, um, literally no opportunity having, you know, no resources and just depending on God and just working hard and just having faith and believing in what um, the vision is that God has given them and then just bringing it to flourishing. That that alone is just encouraging. And then the other thing outside of just of just watching other people and being encouraged by other people that drives me to keep going is is that, bro, at the end of the day, like I have had a lot of good jobs. Um, and I've quit all of them at some point, you know? And sometimes I regret it. I'm like, yo, what was I thinking? You know what I'm saying? The thing about that is, is that you will never be truly satisfied unless you do the thing that comes natural to you. And the thing that comes natural to you, I believe God is putting in you to do. And that thing is different for everyone. And even if it's the same category, it's still a different ministry or it's still a different thing. You know what I'm saying? So if you're an artist and I'm an artist and we're both, you know, feel that we're called to do music to better this world or whatever we have um, our agenda to be, um, the way you do it is different from how I do it. So it doesn't matter how many artists there is. I never feel like I'm in competition. I never feel like like I have to battle the next artist. And even when those feelings start to arise, I I always remind myself that what I do, no one else can do. You know what I'm saying? Um, God can 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 have somebody. He can bring somebody up that can, you know, um, do their thing and draw people that God may have had me to draw if I'm sleeping on him. But there's no one that can do how I do music. No one can do it my way. You know what I'm saying? Something's going to be different because God is not a God of, of uh of duplicates. He's a unique God. Everything is different. So yeah. So watching other people and just, you know, just really knowing that this is what I've been called to do. This is what brings me joy. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, um, if I die today, I can say, Hey, I live my life pursuing, um, the thing that I was truly designed to do. Um, I would be upset if I died today. You know, I would go to heaven and be like, you know, like, God, like, come on, I had so much more to give. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't die empty if I die right now, but I would say that I did die um, doing the thing that I was created to do. I I like how you put that, Eric. I mean, you know, the Bible says that, you know, um, many, many, you know, not all called to be um, preachers, not all called to be in ministry, but I think what you said is so true is that we can learn from one another. We could be in that same industry, that same career. As you said, what is for Yakek, what is for whoever it is, that's, that's for that person. And how you do it, no one else could duplicate it, right? So you're you're one-on-one, you know, and I think when you sometimes um, downplay your gift, you're almost like saying, God, like, hey, like, why you didn't make me to be like someone else? Where, where everything of God makes is beautiful. Everything of God makes is great. So I like how you said about, you know, um, and I, I always use that analogy. I think we could all come to the table. I don't think it's, I think it's room for everyone to be able to do what they want to aspire and that gift that God is planting inside them, you know? Yeah.
So I want to congratulate you on this empire dis distribution. For those out there who might not be aware of a distribution deal and how it works, and how, is, how has that helped you gain a bigger audience? Yeah, so um, so basically what a distribution deal is, it's, it's um, where you assign um, the rights to distribute your music to a company. So instead of, so um, a perfect example of that would be if you wanted to start rapping today um, and you made a song, the next thing you have to do after the song is complete and you have your artwork and you have all that stuff together, the next thing you will have to do is you will have to get your music out to the world. So um, you would either have to use one of the paid services, which would be um, CD Baby, TuneCore, DistroKid, one of those services, you would pay them and they would in return distribute your music to Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, all these these streaming platforms out there, they yeah. will distribute your record or your song to those places. Um, the situation that I have is I have a situation where um, I'm able to submit my music to a company that is a record label um, and they will distribute my records on my behalf at no cost. Um, we have an 80-20 deal, which basically means that all exit they take 20 off the top and then they pay me 80. Um, the difference between uh, the situation that I have versus a person that's starting today and paying for distribution is that um, when you pay for distribution, um, you have to be in charge of tracking who's using your music, um, making them pay for your music, et cetera. So for example, if you were to release a song and you paid DistroKid to release your song, um, if I'm a fan of your music and I have a YouTube channel and I wanted to make like a dance video of me dancing to your song and I uploaded it to my YouTube channel, and let's say I have like millions of followers and um, you, you have the opportunity to get the exposure, however, you won't be able to get paid um, for me using your song, unless you personally call me and say, hey, you using my music, you got to pay up for it. Or you having to pay a third party company extra money to go ahead and track who's using um, your music all over the internet. Um, so for me, I have all of that infrastructure inside of my deal where I'm able to just simply um, make my music, submit it to them. They help me with like playlisting, they help me with like blogging and all that stuff. Um, and the most important part is they are able to get all of my money for me. So if anybody's using any of my material, any of my music, anywhere on the internet, anywhere on TV, anywhere, period, um, they will go and account for it and say, hey, we own this as a part of our distribution deal with Yak Yak. Um, we have rights to this music and you got to pay up. So that's uh, in a nutshell what my distribution deal looks like. Uh, and the reason that I do it is just for that purpose. You know, I need to be able to be compensated um, for everything that I create, but I can't track everything um, or everyone that's using my music. So to have a big company like Empire come in and handle that and they're only taking 20% off the top, like, 
that's a great situation. Now, the other part about it that's super great is that Empire is 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 actually a record label. So um, the dope part is is that if you're an artist that's just starting and you're paying for your distribution, um, you're just paying a company to put your music out, right? That yeah. company is not going to come to you one day and say, hey, we see that you're getting a lot of streams. We see that you're getting a lot of um, YouTube views. We see you're making a lot of money here. Why don't we do a deal with you? Or why don't we, we um, I hook you up with some radio airplay? Or why don't we um, um, like give you an advance and um, uh, like get you some more exposure or something like that? Like these are just companies that are helping you distribute your music. So they're not labeled. So the great part about me having a distribution deal with an actual label is that all of my all of my information and all of the money I'm making and all of the views and streams that I'm getting and all the information about my audience, they're able to see it. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that they're able to see it means that if at any time they notice something is just like rare and it's not the norm and I'm doing numbers that are not typical for an artist in my industry, they can approach me and give me a call and say, hey, yeah, yeah. We noticed that this last single or this last EP or this last release is doing extremely well. We've noticed that your numbers have been going up. Um, so let's fly you out to our office and yeah. let's discuss maybe um, like doing a radio promo deal or doing a traditional record deal. We want to kind of get behind this as more than just a distributor. We want to offer some label support here. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so that's the real juicy part of this deal um, is that now I don't have to kind of hope people are watching. All I have to do is just grind and do what I do and let God do what he does. And those people who have the money, who have the resources, they're already watching Yeah, because I'm in their database. No, I I think that's smart, man. And I think for Anthony Davis one for as we know, the music industry is not just all about um, music; it's about business. So I think how you just broke that down for us um, was wonderful. Yeah, man, the industry is definitely. Um, you know, I used to hear this all the time because I read a lot of books as I got introduced into the the uh, business side of things. But people always say that I've always heard people say it's eighty percent business and it's twenty percent music. And I've always heard that. And just now, honestly, <laughs> to this year, I just noticed that, like, they were actually, you know, being a little lenient with that. It's actually like 98% <laughs> business. Yeah, and it's like 2% music. <laughs> no, it really I, is. Okay. No, that, that, that's interesting, right? And um, I got to have that perspective. You could even, I mean, I, I think musicians are true entrepreneurs, man. Because like you said, you have to hustle, even though you said you have this distribution deal. And the good thing about Empire is that they could track who's listening, but you still have to continue working. I think it's like that above us, you know, faith without works is dead, right? So you have to continue being on your ground on an everyday basis. But um, yeah, man, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, man, you have to, bro. Like, I signed the, the distribution deal in 2017. I think it was like September, October 2017. Uh, no, 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 it was, uh, excuse me, no, it was like, uh, like April, yeah, like April 2017, whatever, um, and I released one project in September, and we had a huge hurricane here yeah. in Miami, 
for that. And I blew all my promo, all my show opportunities. So that was the only project I released. And then I went doing it. Like I just, you know, I didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I started to doubt music and just all these just negative things. So it just goes to show you that you can have, you know, the, the best situation in the world, but nobody's going to do the work for you. Like you just said, um, uh, Cameron, like nobody's going to do the work for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to do the work just because you have the infrastructure. Nobody's going to be calling you and saying, hey, yak, yak, you know, you know, the distribution deal is it's done. When is your first release? We got the marketing team ready. No, like really this has hundreds, you know, of other artists that have the same deal as I have. And then they probably have another set of hundreds that actually have real record deals with their company, not just distribution deals. And so they have too, like too much to worry about. And then on top of that, like they have artists that are, you know, uh, like, bro, they have artists that are generating like a hundred thousand dollars a month wow. just off streaming. You know, crazy. What I'm saying? Crazy, just yeah. so for me, I'm just like a small fish in the pond. Like they're not even concerned about me. So yeah. it's 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 my job yeah. to use the resources that they have offered to me. You know what I'm saying? And grind my butt off and do what I have to do. And then when I do what I have to do, I'll have a strong enough campaign to get their attention and bring them in to help me out with the things that I don't know how to do. You know, that's that's true. I, I think you already answered my next point. I was gonna hit because I was gonna, as we know, the music industry is very competitive, and I was wondering, can you share with us any challenges that you've made have gone through, and how has your faith helped you overcome that? Yeah. So, um, bro, like one of my big challenges have has always been um, just trying to get on the scene. You know, that's been my biggest struggle. Just just trying to get noticed trying to get on the scene, just trying to let people know that Yak Yak exists. Um, and it started out in the beginning where it was like just doing every show opportunity that we can get, you know, trying to do everything. Yeah. And then that kind of went into like, yo, man, like we need to do a tour because we need to let people experience like what it is to um, bring Yak Yak out to your event. So I started booking my own tour. You know, like it started at Checkers. We were having like lunch, not Checkers, uh, Chili's. You know, we were having lunch. I mean, uh, friends, <laughs> friends. <Okay. laughs> and <I> was, <laughs> we had Chili's with friends. And I'm just like, yo, man, we need to go on tour. So it started there. And then little by little, you know, it happened. And then I met my DJ and then he got involved. And so it's just like literally, like literally all of my challenges have been just trying to get on the scene. But my faith, has been that common denominator at mm. every level. Like, it's just having the vision and just believing that God can do it. God can do it. Like, I've never had anybody to show me the right or wrong way of this business. Every opportunity that, I've come, that has come my way has come because I just believe that God can take me to the next level. And I had a vision to go to the next level. And when God gave me the resources or gave me the, the uh, connections or the people could help me go to the next level, I wasn't afraid to hit them up and say like, yo, can you help? You know what I'm saying? So again, you know, it goes back to what you said uh, earlier, faith without works is dead. So you, you can believe for the opportunity. You're not willing to 
open your mouth and speak up for the opportunity, then the opportunity can pass you by. You know what I'm saying? And so on every level, I had to open my mouth. You know, when I met my DJ, I had to open my mouth and say, yo, man, you, you know, you're a great DJ. I'm starting this local tour. I don't have money, but I would love it if you can come out. And with that faith, you know what I'm saying? Just calling somebody and telling them your vision isn't enough. Yeah. I had to you know, have that thing typed out in detail. You know what I'm saying? Like, write the vision and make it plain. You know what I'm saying? The book of Esther. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, no, no. Habakkuk. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so again, like, faith goes down to, you know, writing it, you know, breaking it down as if it was happening tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and so when I met my DJ, I already had the vision for my tour already written in stone. Like, it was already set. So all I had to do was email it to him. And when he saw the email, I think he was blown away because he responded like, yo, I'm totally with this. So it's just at every level. Like, even with the Empire deal, like, I had a, a, a friend. Like, I was working at a school. Okay. And I was like a, a, a fitness coach at a school at the time. Uh, and so I've known this particular um, parent. Uh, like this guy was a parent of one of the students that I had in my fitness class and I've known him since 2012. I stopped working there um, in 2000, uh, like I want to say 15. Okay. And so, um, but me and him stayed in contact. He was just a great guy. Um, and so we always stayed in contact, but he would always tell me, you know, when you're ready, I'm going to introduce you to my friend. And he would always say that, but he would never tell me who she is. And so when I stopped working there, he would follow me on Instagram. He would see my videos and see, you know, my music, all the stuff I was doing. And so um, he finally told me, you know, I was texting him one day and he finally told me who his friend was. And so his friend um, was the manager for Pitbull when he first got started. And now she was an attorney and she was representing this new label called empire. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, man. So once he told me who she was, yeah. now I had to have the faith to really like push him to set up the meeting. You know what I'm saying? And so I, you know, I pushed him, I pushed him, I pushed him. And then we eventually got the meeting set up and she met me. She was only supposed to meet me for 30 minutes. You, you know, we stayed in her office for like two hours. Um, and it was a beautiful connection. And at the end of the meeting, she was like, yo, I'm going to hook you up with a distribution empire. And and that, that's all right there, bro. Because I mean, that you were persistent. And I think by the man that you were working with, he saw you doing your thing, right? So I think if you, let's say you didn't, um, you gave up, but you, you were persistent. You kept at it. You kept at it. And it kind of reminded me of... I don't know if you heard earlier this year the guy um he's a billionaire the guy Robert F Smith uh, the black guy that gave that paid off the Morehouse man um tuition he was saying that before he got started he was um living in Colorado and he was saying how he had to every day he called this place called Bell Lab because he wanted to become an engineer but I, as you said like you have to keep at it you know even if it may other people may think you're a pest or you you think that you know you may be bothering them but I like how you say you continue uh, contact with them and. There you go, right? Like that's all God's hand, right there, right? So that that's a wonderful story. All God's hand, man. And you know, last thing I'll say on this subject is just, you know, 
because right now we got dreamers that are listening to this podcast. You know, you got people that are dreamers that have something that they want to do. They've put before God or they've been thinking about and they want to do it. And so I say to you, you don't have to have everything figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though I say that, you know, I had the plan written, that wasn't a for like, I didn't have the revelation of what I was doing when I did it. You know what I'm saying? So don't feel like you're lost because when we're telling our testimony and our story, it sounds like it was well thought out. You know what I'm saying? It really does, but it wasn't. I had no idea what I was doing. I wrote the plan because I needed to see it as a reminder. But I didn't have a big revelation about the scriptures, how the scripture says, write the vision, make your plan. I didn't know that until now. So now I'm able to see, as I'm telling my, you know, now as I'm telling my testimony, I'm able to tie it in and show you that, you know, if you do it, it is biblical. You know what I'm saying? But however, at that time, I didn't have a revelation. I was just hungry. Yeah. And that's what you got to be. You, you yeah. don't have to have the steps. You don't have to have it figured out. You just got to be hungry for what you want God to do in your life yeah. and what and where you want to see yourself in life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And if you're hungry for it, it will happen. Yeah, you got to be hungry. No, you're right. You're, you're 100% right. You know, I think um, Les Brown, if I'm not mistaken, I think he comes from the Miami area, but he was just about saying that you, know, you got to be hungry, right? So it's, it's so true. And I was also listening to a sermon by um, Joel Steen. He's saying sometimes you have to be comfortable with the, um, not, not knowing where we are in that season. So I just love the way um, you put it all together. Like that. So um, yeah, man, I know people are going to, really um like that answer so um you know what are some routines that you that helps you maintain balance in your um support you during this journey man i'm gonna be honest with you right now i have no routine you know and that kind of sucks okay you know to be honest because that goes against every successful person because everybody has a routine but i don't have a routine um every day i'm open to what the day brings I do have goals. I do have things that I know I need to get done the next day, but there's no set thing that I do. The only set thing is that every morning I open my eyes. The first thought in my mind is thank you, God. Mm. That's like the only thing that's like mandatory that and like getting in the car with my son and praying, you know what I'm saying? Like those two things are like the, the only thing that's like ritual like every single day it happens but like you know as far as the other stuff it's like yo you know it just all like it all depends what's on my plate at the time you know what i'm saying whatever's on my plate is what i go after and um yeah man like that's just it bro you know what i'm saying and you said we were talking about earlier you can only be one yak yak so i mean even if you don't have a, a day-to-day routine, you're still doing you, and God's still going to bless you through that, right? So, um, I am. Yeah. yeah, man, I bro, every day. Like, right now, like, you know, I want to get into a routine where I'm writing music every day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's something that I do want to start implementing. Okay. Um, and having this interview... One of the reasons I took this interview with you is because I needed to get back encouraged. And I just feel like... Getting on this, like, if this interview, this podcast episode that we're doing, yeah, if this doesn't help anyone, it's going to help me. Like, when you release it, it's edited, it's all put together. I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to this. And this is going to remind me of what God has done. In the Bible, you hear so many times where they build an altar. Yeah. So 
God does something miraculous. And the first thing they do after that, that miracle or that move of God is they build the altar. And the reason they build the altar every time God did something or every time God spoke, that altar was a reminder to them of what God did at that time in that place. And so it helped them on their journey to remember to keep God first and trust what God is doing. And so for me, taking this podcast, doing this interview, this is me building an altar so that I can go back and listen to this episode and, and remind myself of the journey of which God has already brought me through and where God has, has brought me now and what, like how blessed I am and, and really remind me of the opportunity that I have right now so that I can continue and reach for more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, yeah man. So to you, man, I just say thank you for just you being persistent and just saying, yo, I'm going to reach out to this guy. Um, you know, whether he responds or not, I'm going to reach out um, because this is really an altar for me. And right. I'm going to be encouraged by this. Well, I appreciate your comment. I mean, this, this is why I started this podcast. So I say, you know, uh, I'm a big people's person. Of course, I'm a man of faith. And I just love encouraging people, man. And I, I know people will listen to this interview and be inspired from what you're saying. And yeah, man, it's just a blessing, you know. And um, I'm just blessed that we were able to connect and get this thing going, you know. So um, I appreciate your kind words. So I, I perceive that you, you you regard your music as a form of ministry. Now, is there a word that you would like to share with our listeners who may be, you know, encountering challenges as they pursue their life goal, goals? Yeah, man. Um, and this is so cliche, but just trust God. You know, at the end of the day, this world is just, it's really preparation yeah. um, for a better life. And yes, we will make mistakes. We will not be our best, but we're going to just continue being better every day and continue growing, as you were talking about earlier, you know? So, um, yes, sir. Yes. My last question, where I always ask all my guests, you know? Your last question, that's it? I know, <laughs> no, man, we're going we're gonna to make sure we continue um, um, collaborating, man. I, I really enjoyed <laughs> that. Um, this was, I, I have to say, I know a lot of people are going to take a lot of gems from this. But um, can you give us some uh, can you give us some advice to any of our listeners while they're on their journey of excellence? Yeah, absolutely. Um just keep the vision. Yeah. Just keep the bigger picture where you want to go, where you want to be. Just keep that out in front. It helps if you write it, you know. Yeah. One thing I did in the beginning of this year is I made a vision board and um you know, I kind of did like a design out of it. So it's kind of like on this, like this MDF like sheet. And it's, you know, it's really like right in front of my computer so I can see it. Um, just keep the vision out in front and know why you do it. If you know why you do something, then trouble comes, you'll be able to draw ambition, uh, inspiration, encouragement from that why. You know what I'm saying? My biggest why in life is that, you know, I don't want to live a life of poverty. And that is not just financially or resources wise, like that's mentally, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to live in lack. I want to live in abundance, you know what I'm saying? So in every area, I want to be abundant in everything that I do, you know what I'm saying? And uh, even if that never shows up, 
financially, um, even though it will show up financially, like it has to. <laughs> but even if it doesn't, yeah. I will always live an abundant life in love, um, in spirit, in kindness, you know, in everything I do, I'll do it abundantly. And I already do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see anything in lack. And when I do see things in lack, you know, I really, really have to encourage myself. You know what I'm saying? Going back to my why. Why do I do that? You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, like, just keep the bigger picture in front of you always. Know why you do it. Know why you start it. And even if you have to make tweaks, that's okay. You know, I have had so many different versions of Yak Yak throughout the years. Um, you know, the Yak Yak you see now is not the Yak Yak that was here when I signed a distribution deal. Um, you know, the Yak Yak from before was a different Yak Yak before I signed a distribution deal. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's always been so many different versions of Yak Yak. But as long as I'm continuing to reach toward the overall goal, yeah. which is to make what I do um, a career and to reach the world with it um, and to impact lives and to bring change through the music and to break bondages through music, um, then as long as that's the goal, then it doesn't matter how many times I have to revamp things or, um, you know, or switch some things up. As long as I'm still on that path, we're good, you know? I, I like how you put that. Man. I mean, I think it's going back to that why, right? You know, wh why do I do this? Or why do I make music? Or why am I doing what God has called me to do, right? So, um, yeah, man, I think that that's just a brilliant thing that you just said, you know, man. So, um, I, I definitely rock with you, bro. And I want to let the people know definitely this is someone, you know, I advocate for this. I, I remember seeing your stuff, I think, on Facebook first, doing your freestyles. I think we, I remember just being fresh for a couple of days back. You know, I really love people who, paint a picture who's a real lyricist so i know god and he has bigger and better things for yak yak and i said i'm rooting for you and just know continue doing big things man yes sir man listen man, i appreciate what you got going on and man this resource and this podcast is going to continue to grow and uh man if you don't mind i would love to just pray before we yeah let's, let's do that bro. Let, let's, let's, let's absolutely um so father god in the name of jesus i just Thank you, and I give you praise. I give you honor for this opportunity. Um, God, I just uplift um, this podcast, the creator himself, um, just everyone involved with this. I just uplift them, and I just ask that you you just pour out your blessings on it, God. You know the vision. You know the hearts of the people behind it, God. And I just pray that you just continue to just, to just, just flow through it. And just let your will be done, God. Let those people that um, need this resource, let them be attracted to it. Let them find it, God. Put it in front of them, God, in Jesus' name. Any um, sponsorship um, um, uh, deals or, or, or whatever um, is out there in the world that, that attaches perfectly with the mission and ministry of this podcast, God, I call it in, God. Align it, God. Let all those right situations man, God, any financial backings that are out there, God, that aligns with the vision of this podcast, I call it in, bring it in, in Jesus' name, amen, God, I pray that you will continue to, to um, use this platform for your glory, edify, and build up your people, God, and I just pray that the people listening right now, that 
they would be encouraged and be inspired in what you have called them to do, God. We understand that this is a battle. It's a spiritual battle. And so, God, we just call forth that every demon and every demonic um, 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 spirit or 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 um, spirit or principality, God, that is in the minds of the people that are listening, God, we 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 call it forth and we we cast it out, God, in Jesus' name, amen. And we just ask, God, that you would continue to just focus in your people to do what it is that you call and that they see their dream and their goals come to fruition, God. In Jesus' name, we pray this and we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, amen. I appreciate this. Um, now just before you go, is there anywhere you know that our listeners can find you or do you have any upcoming shows, man, or any cities that you're going to be hitting up next? Yeah, man. So um, right now, man, um, you know, just search me on Spotify to just, you know, just really just keeping in tune with any new music that's coming. That's Y-A-K, um, you know, Dash in the Middle, then Y-A-K. I want to thank Yak Yak for being on today's show. If you'd like to learn more about Yak Yak, make sure you go check out his music on Spotify and follow him on Instagram, which is Yak Yak. Remember to follow me on Instagram, which is Cameron Bolden, and head over to my website, journeyofexcellence.co, to keep up with what I have going on. I look forward to continuing our journey together next time. I'm out.